Hello and welcome to the Not Your Average Podcast. I am your host, Dexter Bland Jr. And I would like to welcome you guys to our inaugural episode. Um, I'm glad to finally have started this podcast. It's been a long time coming, but we're finally getting it going. So yeah, again, I am Dexter Bland Jr. I am 26 years old. And I am hosting this podcast in conjunction with Minister Caleb Harvey for his Sunday schooling page. So he's been trying to get me to do this for a while now. And I finally um, am talking to you guys. So we have finally got it going. Um, So this podcast, um, we're going to be exploring things outside of the church, um, different topics um, from travel to dating to what's going on um, with current events, pop culture. So something, you know, different than um, just church stuff. So I want and like to invite you guys to listen along with me um, and come take a ride. Um, speaking of the church, um, I would like to put a quick plug in there. Um, our church is the Glory to Glory Family Christian Center, which is located on 12238 South Parnell Avenue in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, we have services every Sunday at 1130 a.m. So you can come out and join with us and be uh, in the service with us every Sunday morning at 11:30 a.m. So now I have a co well not a co-host but a guest speaker <laughs> a guest speaker with me um she's my best friend I have known her for 10 plus years now so um I'm going to introduce her uh Regine Hughes and I'm going to let her introduce herself for a little bit now. Hello, hi, my name is Regine Hughes. I am also 26 years old, but I was born in 1994, so I'm a little bit better than him. (laughs) So, uh, yes, I've been his best friend for about 10 years now. As the church members may know me, I am the girl that everybody thought I was his girlfriend. So that's my unofficial title, but I'm really his best friend. Um, I am a... I'm going to say a behavioral therapist right now because I'm transitioning into a different field. Um, But my background is in substance abuse. And with that, I bring a perspective when it comes to mental health and things that's going on in both the younger and older generations and how, you know, we're both dealing with life. Okay, that's great. And we'll definitely want to hear from that perspective especially um in future episodes with um different topics that we might uh bring up so that is good to hear from you okay so you've recently uh just uh stopped your world tour of going out of town so that's what we're going to talk about this episode um is traveling while you're young so yeah, where did you recently just come back from? So, I recently been to uh, approximately three different places. 
So I start off in St. Louis for my other best friend from since college uh, for her baby shower. Then I went to my favorite cousin's wedding. And then after that, I went to another friend's for her birthday. I went to the Dominican Republic. Uh, just FYI, all the events I attended were vaccinated people and I did travel responsibly. I am very much aware that we are in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, some people believe it's over, but I'm very much aware that it's not. So I definitely traveled with caution during this time and it was carefully planned out in this time. And I was both tested each and every time and I thankfully have not contracted COVID. Oh yes, that is important because the pandemic is going on, and I'll put a quick plug in there. Uh, if you are unvaccinated, please think about getting vaccinated. Um, it's very important, especially since 90-plus uh, percent of the people who are dying from uh, COVID-19 right now are unvaccinated. So it's very important that you continue to follow safety guidelines and get vaccinated if you are not. And also... Just because you have been vaccinated does not mean you should stop getting COVID tested because just because you are vaccinated doesn't mean you can no longer contract it. So I am also a very big advocate, no matter if you're vaccinated or not vaccinated, to regularly get tested. You can always go to your local uh, pharmacy like CVS or Walgreens and get tested for COVID. And a lot of places are now starting to uh, have more rapid testing so you can get the test uh, results immediately. Yes, that is important. So, yes, let's make sure that we're getting tested. Um, we're still staying safe um, until this pandemic is over. Okay, well, you sounds like you've been a lot of interesting places. One more local trip, uh, one that's... Um, on the west coast and then you also went out of the country so which one was your favorite trip and why i would definitely say my favorite trip was going to seattle because i haven't been to seattle since i was like maybe 13 years old so 13 years ago and this trip was very special to me because my cousin um, it lives there, has been living there for the last 20 plus years. And after he um, left Chicago, he's in the Navy. And that's where he is based and started his life with his family. And us as a family, we never moved, never gone out there to really visit him. Um, only like his mother and his father have gone out there and I've gone out there. But outside of the immediate family, no one has really seen him. So that was really special to witness his wedding, um, see him get married to the love of his life, and see be a part of that whole ceremony. Okay, that sounds nice. Um, so other than the wedding, did you get out and see um, anything else in Seattle in the area? Oh, yeah, most definitely. So in Seattle, I was able to ride like the infamous ferry boat. I was able to ride it as a passenger passenger and to drive on the boat because that's always a cool thing. You can actually drive your vehicle on there and station there. Uh, I was able to see um, the marketplace, which the name just escaped me that quickly. Uh, oh, the public market. Yeah, the public market. Mm -hmm. um, so I was able to see that as well. Um, I wasn't able to see all the things I did I see go to the I thought say the stratosphere. <laughs> <laughs> Been there too. Um, Space Needle. I went to Space Needle as well for the second time. 
Um, so that was pretty cool. I definitely say because I was there mostly for a wedding, I didn't get to truly experience Seattle as much as I want to, especially now as a young or middle, whatever, age adult, whatever category I'm in. <laughs> whatever I'm 26 <laughs> so I was able to experience everything but that's definitely a trip that my mom and I uh, said that we're willing to go see uh, heads up if you do plan on going to Seattle because Seattle is infamously known for being pretty rainy dark cloudy mm -hmm. um, fun fact uh, Washington the state has the highest rate of depression because of the overcast skies and everything mental oh, wow. mental health facts <laughs> um, but their summer actually doesn't start until about late July so right about now that's when this is when their weather's really great and their summer is pretty much from July to like September so if you ever wanted to truly travel and enjoy and enjoy like the summer-esque part of Seattle this will be the time to go Okay, that sounds nice. So that trip you did with your family, right? Yes. Okay, and then um, when you went to the DR, that's when you went with your other friend, correct? Yes, I went with my other friend. Uh, that trip was definitely interesting. I wasn't there as long as, as I should have been um, because I missed my flight. So I had to stay here a day longer, which uh, created some you know some problems so i was only there for like a short amount of time maybe three days i was in the dr truly or four days something in that ballpark so i didn't get a chance to really experience it so that was also would be a redo trip i would do as well to go back to uh, the dominican republic i specifically was in punicana okay um in an all-inclusive resort um if you and just to spin off with that you know um, one thing when it comes to traveling, I always personally advocate for um, people to travel out of the country as much as possible okay. because traveling outside of the country is so fulfilling. It's really great to be able to see other cultures, see other lifestyles, just get out of your norm and see something different. Uh, and also, at least for me personally, I find it easier to save and go on those type of trips because I am able to go to all-inclusive resorts mm -hmm. and so since I'm able to go to all-inclusive resorts I don't have to worry about food drinks things of that nature pretty much what I don't really have to budget that much money and I found that to be a very big difference from my first previous two trips versus my DR trip with my Seattle trip I, you know, I bought my plane ticket and I did pay for my Airbnb, but since I had to be there and I'd had to plot out for food and, you know, the taxes, different region of the world, it was different plotting wise versus going to Dominican Republic, which, you know, is a, <clears throat> um, they have lesser means than us. So it was, since I was at an all-inclusive, I can play for my flight, pay for my resort. And yes, I did have extra money, but that was pretty much to tip the, the, the employees while being there. But budgeting-wise, for me personally, I could say it was easier to do uh, the Dominican Republic versus doing Seattle. Yes, I did put a budget in place for Seattle, but some things I necessarily didn't, wasn't prepared for because I was with a group of people. So it was like, oh... Spun a little bit extra today. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, all-inclusive is nice. And 
hopefully I'll be a world traveler soon. I did apply for my passport recently, so it is Woo! on the way, finally. Yes. <laughs> I will say, I've had a passport since I was five years old. So I, my mom is from Belize, and that was my first time ever on the plane was to go out the country. So going out the country for me is something that I'm used to. And it's actually like traveling from state to state is something I'm getting more accustomed to because I'm used to going outside the country, mostly to Belize, of course. Um, but now that I'm older and I don't want to go with my mom all the time, it'd be nice that <coughs> Dexter has his passport <laughs> so we can do things. And, you know, it's nice to always show your friends things that you know, stuff like that. Yes. Well, that's nice. Well. Yeah, it is on the way, so I will be traveling along with you pretty soon. So, um, when you do uh, plan these trips, um, be, beyond getting the hotel and whatnot and flights, like, do you have an itinerary that's pretty much set, or it's pretty much you just open to like what's out there and you kind of just go with the flow while you're there so it's both so i both have an itinerary and i also go with the flow so depending on how many days i'm there i will plan out maybe the first three days i do excursions so um to backtrack last year i was able to go to um cancun mexico when things kind of uh, when the ban restrictions kind of lifted up and everything so I was able to go to Cancun and when I went there it was 50% excursions 50% free flow so pretty much my morning half of my day was filled with going to excursions so going parasailing going jet skiing and then the last part of the day would be okay maybe I just want to enjoy the resort today maybe I want to go around Cancun and go to like the restaurants and things of that nature so Personally, I believe it's best when it comes to traveling to try to have a little bit of both. You know, if, when you're stuck to doing all the excursions, you're not truly experiencing the culture. All you're doing is experiencing the tourist parts. And so when you give yourself opportunity to have the best of both worlds, you get to actually explore, experience the culture. Because if you stay pretty much in a resort, I mean, it's nice, don't get me wrong, but you're not truly experiencing the culture or anything. You're just in a tourist bubble. Yeah. Yeah. That reminds me of um, when me and my family went to Puerto Rico. This is like 10 years ago now. Um, yeah. So we had a really nice resort it was a trump resort um <laughs> it had everything there at the resort they had restaurants mm -hmm. and the pools and beaches and whatnot but we did go beyond that so we went to old san juan and walked around the downtown area there we also went to the rainforest uh another day and explored the rainforest and um i remember one day um we were looking for Walmart. So uh, we put it in the GPS and it was like a 45 to 50 minute drive. So we started driving to go to Walmart. And then by the time we got there, um, it turned out it wasn't even an actual Walmart store, but it was like actually one of their corporate offices. <laughs> so we were driving for like almost an hour to go to the wrong place but in the hour it was like we were driving around the island and we kind of got outside of the tourist area 
and we saw more of like the local people and the different terrain of the area so that was really nice so yeah I think it's a good idea that you don't always stay in the resort area if you're in a place that's safe yes yes safety safe, is safe. key <laughs> safety is key because I was personally advised not to uh do uh, uh, go beyond the resort when I went to the Dominican Republic and I didn't get a chance to really do my own research research uh, mm -hmm. to see how true that was I just pretty much went off of uh, what was given to me I was told that multiple times actually I was told that by my dentist and uh, I love my dentist uh, Elridge and Elridge and Homewood non-sponsored but it's black owned dentist I love him dearly <laughs> so Dr. Elridge told me not to go uh, a couple of my mom's friends told me it's probably not the best thing to do so I just went off of you know word of mouth and just went did that but next time when I do go I will do the research and see if it's actually safe to do so same thing when I went to Cancun I did the research I mean resource search research and I saw that there were certain areas and then like the resort helped us out that's one thing like the resort knows that you're in a that you're a tourist and so I was able to talk to them and figure out what places were safe to go to and um, I know a little bit of Spanish so that helped too. Oh yes, knowing the local language probably always helps you out a little bit more especially when speaking to a non-native English speaker. But yeah, so yeah, so traveling uh, it's important to do that every now and then if you have the means, even if you can't per se get out the country go somewhere go to the dales in wisconsin like it's pretty <laughs> cheap to go there <laughs> and have a great time or or however comma for those who don't want to necessarily go to wisconsin dales is no problem being a tourist in chicago oh. because we take chicago for granted let's be honest we don't truly explore our city people come here from out of town and get to explore explore way more than we ever do and so when i was a little girl that was one thing my mom used to do was whenever we didn't take big trips we used to be tourists in chicago and go on all the chicago tours like see the um see different museums not like the big ones like different smaller exhibits and things of that nature and really get to see chicago and i will always appreciate that and that's something that i will carry on like actually i'm planning on doing that later on this year as being a tourist in chicago again because i haven't done it since i was a little girl so i want to um, plan to get like a hotel downtown and uh be able to you know just park my car in the garage and just walk around and be a true tourist oh yes uh yes we do live in a great cities um a lot of wonderful museums good places to eat and just you know attractions everywhere so yeah, staycation is definitely possible um, if you don't want to go out the country or drive three hours away. You have Chicago right here, and people come to our city for a reason, so it's good to experience that as well. Okay, well, let's go into our second topic here, uh, and we're going to talk about dating in 2021. <laughs> <laughs> So, yes, um, the first question here um, is why is dating in 2021 20, tricky? So I'm going to let you answer <laughs> that question. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, so I personally believe trick dating is so tricky in 2021 because of social media. 
I'm just going to first and foremost blame it on social media because at least our generation, we're so used to all this instant gratification, seeing all these made up things like these made up ideas of relationships, you know, glorifying the wrong things because, you know, we're watching the love and hip hops of the world and things of that nature. And so our idea of dating is pretty skewed and at least me personally one thing that now that I'm in the real world is just realizing that people weren't raised the same way I was raised and having to accept that so you know I have been fortunate to be raised in a two-parent household and so while I'm dating I'm finding out I'm running into more people who weren't raised in two-parent households. So their ideas of family and my ideas of family are two different things. So it's it's a lot of things, but I will first and foremost start off with social media and the instant gratification of it all. Yeah, social media, um, especially like if you look even on TikTok or Instagram, like you'll see posts of people and their relationships and you'll think okay um i don't have this and then some people like get you know lonely or you know just wish like okay where's my person like this like it seems like everyone else has it together in their relationships and that they have the perfect relationship but that's what you see on the internet (laughs) exactly (laughs) and a lot of times like some of these creators um or influencers will tell you like hey, like, our relationship is not perfect all the time. That's just something we put out on the internet just because, you know, that's the what we want people to see. So no one's perfect. And everything you see on the internet is just a projection of that person that they specifically want you to see. So you shouldn't get caught up in all of that because it's not 100% real. Like, it's always some type of manipulation in it um just to get views yeah and one thing about it too especially i could say in our you know our generation you know we're not really good i'm just gonna say we as a whole so that way i'm not isolating anybody you know we as a whole not really good with conflict resolution and so what i mean by that is as soon as they're of a little bit of a problem like boom i'm gonna replace you like i'm not about to put up with this i'm about to replace you because Insta, being on not Instagram, but being on social media in general, just like teaches us like, oh, you won't act right. I'll find somebody that will, and it's literally, honestly, sometimes that easy. Like, oh, you're not acting right. I'm gonna slide in so and so's DMs and go talk to him and see, and he gonna treat me right. Like, whoa, okay, it was just a disagreement because he didn't pick up you some food. We we can fix that, right? And I think yes, social media and like the technology has definitely trained us to be like want that instant gratification because i remember i've read like a study somewhere and it said like from like the early 2000s like until like now like the wait time for a web page to load even like back then we could wait for like a minute and a half for a web page to load before we start you know thinking something is funny or getting agitated but now like if it doesn't load in like a couple of seconds like we're gonna have issues and be like all right what's wrong with our phone why is this not loading like what's going on here so technology really has spoiled us Mm -hmm. but then again if you think about it um 
I think technology has also made it easier as well because now you have like the different apps of meeting people and you're able to meet or at least try to meet so many more people um, who could be like in a further distance away just through an app. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely say that because being on these apps like just like that is it's a double edged sword. Dating in, in general in this generation is a double edged sword. Like the same thing that can be used against you can also help you. And so I'm definitely able to, you know, meet people that live deep within the bowels of Illinois. I never in my life thought I'll meet you. Like we don't even run the same crowds. How would I would have met you? But now it's like, wow, we're talking every day and I kind of like you. <laughs> Want to see where this goes. Maybe I don't mind driving, you know, 40 minutes to see you, you know. If, if things work out, then we'll just find somewhere to meet in the middle, whatever, but cool. But just that, that part of dating is definitely interesting because, you know, currently I am dating a guy that is, you know, a significantly further from me, like... Almost 200 blocks. Because, <laughs> you know, I live in the 200s. He lives in the 20s. <laughs> so that's quite a distance. And so, you know, being that I already go downtown and I'm always around the city, that doesn't necessarily bother me. And, you know, it's great to meet somebody who's willing to, to, to also put in the same effort to see you as well. Because when things go well, they, they're willing to do it too. So that's really great. And, you know just overall it's tr dating in this generation is just really hard but to kind of talk about what I said to one of my clients the one of the things that make dating so hard is because I don't even want to say just our generation just overall a lot of people are so busy trying to be with somebody else but they're not even prepared to be alone with themselves mm. and what I mean by that is that we don't even know what we really like we don't even know who we really are but we're so busy trying to connect ourselves to other people like we're broken people trying to find pieces trying to connect ourselves to other people when we need to be a whole piece like you can't connect a broken puzzle piece to the puzzle you need the puzzle piece needs to be a whole piece and then it's able to properly go into the puzzle to make the bigger picture and so that's one big problem that also i see just in general when it comes to uh dating is like how you want to try to date somebody and you have low confidence low self-esteem and then you want that person to help you with that they can't help you with that you know right. as, as someone once said it's self-esteem you you gotta put some work in yourself right <laughs> like if you don't see anything inside of yourself how are you gonna expect someone else to see it in you right like so you gotta be self-confident yeah and i know some people who you know they get down like oh why am i single why does no one like me like i I'll be okay if I can get a significant other. And it's like, no, like, work on yourself. Be happy and content with yourself. Like, th the other person will come eventually. Like, if you have confidence in yourself, someone else will see that in you. And someone will um, appreciate your personality. And then they would um, attach themselves onto you. But it takes yourself first. Um, and being comfortable with yourself first. And granted, as I tell everybody I know, it's easier said than done. I understand that you that is like, oh, you're just saying that. 
it's easier said than done. I mean, I personally, I am a person that is dating. You know, I'm not putting real pressure on myself. I know a lot of young ladies in my generation are was like, oh my gosh, I'm 26 and I'm not married and I don't have kids. And I'm like, calm down. It's okay. <laughs> like, it's, it's okay. It's fine. Like, you're the more pressure you put on yourself, the less results you're going to see. This is, it's, that's not this type of thing so you know there's times where I actively put effort into dating and that I'm trying to see uh where things go and then you know if things don't work out I take breaks because I'm not gonna keep on putting so much effort into this and cause myself just uh to be you know tired and worried and self get and, and second guessing myself like oh am I worthy like no I practice self-care so you know, I take breaks like, OK, I'm not going out on a date. I'm going to take myself out on a date. That's fine. I'm going to take myself to the movies, take myself out to eat, take myself to the park, whatever. And so there's times where I'm actively dating. There's times I'm actively by myself. <laughs> so I'm OK with that. You know, at this point in my life, I, you know, little regime thought that she would be by 26 fully into her career like done with school uh, at least engaged and pregnant <laughs> i really thought that like <laughs> I, I thought 10 years ago when i was 16 i really thought i was gonna have all that and to be 26 now and have one third of that is real crazy to me <laughs> it's like wow i really can't believe i had that oh, idea is this the podcast <laughs> Oh, uh, look who just stepped in. We have Minister Caleb Harvey himself who just stepped into the podcast. How's it going? Minister. How you gonna stop? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess the minister, uh, he just got done working out. He's out of breath right now. But yeah, you gotta be um, fully invested in yourself because um, if you're not happy single... How do you expect a relationship to, you know, make you happy? Like, no, a relationship isn't going to instantly make you happy if you're not happy with yourself. Because whatever problems you have, being alone, they're going to be there in the relationship. Oh, trust me. I'm not going to put all my, <laughs> I mean, you know, HIPAA, if you're in healthcare, you know all these things. I ain't going to put all my people's business out there. But trust me, I, I literally just sat and had a whole counseling session with a individual that has never dated in their life and they're 65. So, you know, there everything that we have said has contributed to those things but you know that's not going to be a confessions of a counselor podcast so i'm not going to put all their business out there i may use that so <laughs> so yeah so um but you know just overall when it comes to dating just take your time be patient if you are into dating if you're not dating that's fine too because i know plenty of people that are 26 and have never dated and that's not because they don't want to date they just are so focused on their own personal growth that they're not interested in dating right now and that's fine you know don't let other people dictate your life because when you do that you'll never be happy live life for you and that's always my best advice i can give exactly like having a significant other is not the end-all be-all like it, like you can be have a successful life and live life for yourself and be alone like that's completely fine so um 
Do you have any funny dating stories that you would like to share? My dating life is a joke. But anyway, (laughs) (laughs) um, when it comes to my dating life, the funniest? Okay, let me think of a appropriate one. (laughs) The funniest dating story I have, I would think it was, you know what? Okay, so the funniest dating experience I've ever had was when I honestly dated outside of my race. To be honest, that's, those are like the funniest things. And not because dating outside of your race is like a problem or anything, but they made it a problem. Oh, I, I already know what you're talking okay, about. Okay, <laughs> so yeah. So, you know, transparency. When it comes to me personally, um, I am now dabbling more in the waters of being open when it comes to dating i was uh, primarily dating within my race um, but now i'm branching out more uh, sometimes it's a fail sometimes it's great you know depends on the person because um, you know it doesn't matter what race they are there's bad people in every race <laughs> so that's, yeah that's right people are people it doesn't matter you know what they are yeah show don't um so, but in particular uh i did date a caucasian male um at one point and one of the first things he mentioned to me like you know we're dating uh, we this is our very first date and our last our very <laughs> first date you know just out of nowhere he asked me he's like so what makes you want to date white chocolate and it's like what oh my god <laughs> i was like what what do you mean why do i want to date white chocolate like i'm just dating you because i found you attractive i was interested in your profile it seemed like you were a great guy and that's why i clicked on your profile i didn't ch- click it because I oh he white yes like that wasn't the primary goal in life and he made it so much about race like he made it a point to be like oh yeah i wasn't raised by white people and i'm disgusted by them and you know i i i was raised by black and hispanic people you know black lives matter you are important to me okay yeah um thanks for that awkward tidbit so yeah that was also the last date because you know, besides that and everything else, he wasn't really interested in me. I think he was just interested in the idea of me, like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm a black woman and I'm a white male, so if we get together, I'm, you know, being, not, I'm doing something for the culture, and it, it wasn't like, oh, he actually likes Ray Jane, so I let that go easily. Right, you were just like a prize, basically. Yeah, something I was definitely so a prize, but black women are always treated like that, but that's a different broadcast. Oh, Lord, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well... You know, just to interject here, um, being a Christian male who's also a minister, dating has always been, <clears throat> dating has always been an issue um, for the simple fact because of the my priorities, but not only my priorities, my stand for God, you know, understanding how certain things I would not do, certain things. I would do some certain things I would never to do until I'm married. And people have, you know, took that and tried to use it against me. You know, hey, you can do this. You know, God loves you. God, God forgives you. Okay, but do I compromise the, the um, blood covenant that God has given men? Or do 
I please flesh and then deal with the consequences of sin. Because the wages I sin is death. Well, see, I ain't gonna come in here preach because this is the podcast. <laughs> but, but being, I like, I definitely understand Regine's point. This is not my podcast. First of all, I want you guys out there in podcast land to give it up for Regine and Dexter with this beautiful podcast that was sponsored by the Glory to Glory Family Christian Center, located at 12238 South Parnell Avenue in Chicago, Illinois, where our pastor is Apostle Columbus F. Bland and our co-pastor is Dr. Evangelist Katie R. Bland. But I feel like they are doing a great job, and I just wanted to interject, you know, nothing too special. You know, I'm a special young man. <laughs> but I I thoroughly, and I mean thoroughly, y'all, with the b- bottom of my heart, I really thank God for them for uh, taking on this task and, you know, being honest. You know, it's, it's for some folks, it's hard to be honest. Not me. I'm a little bit too honest. But I get you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, 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 we got some honest folks over here. But, you know, in the in real world, you know, it take a lot for people to be honest. You know, it takes some life experiences, then folks losing stuff, and folks going through hell and back for them to be honest. Now, nah, but when you got some young folks who can stand up and be honest about love and dating and um, being black and dating outside the race, and you know, just being human, you know, that's that's what people want to hear. People want to hear realness. Okay, back to the scheduled program. Oh. <laughs> Love it. Well, thank I you. Love it. Thank you, Minister Caleb. Yes, we appreciate you stopping by here tonight um, during our recording of our inaugural episode. Um, Not the inauguration. Yes, the very <laughs> first episode. Um, so, Regine, do you have any final words before we wrap it up tonight? Um, you know, only thing I can say is make sure that. You know, make sure that you always work on yourself, people, okay? Don't try to please others. Make sure you please yourself. You know, ultimately, you know, you're not here to to please other people and everything. You know, you're supposed to be work, walking in your own purpose. Mm-hmm. And so make sure that you do that. You know, it's going to be plenty of obstacles in the way if you try to live your life through other people. And you're never going to be happy living your life through other people. Exactly. So please make sure that you walk in your true purpose and do what's good for you. Exactly, because if you try to satisfy other people, the other people will never be satisfied, and you will kill yourself trying to please them. Absolutely. And Caleb knows about that. Mm. <laughs> yes, we're going to have our minister Caleb come on another ep- episode, but for now, I'd like to thank all of you for joining us today on our first episode of Not Your Average Podcast. I really appreciate you guys listening. And again, uh, this podcast is sponsored by the Glory to Glory Family Christian Center, uh, which is located at 12238 South Parnell. Um, and we do have service on Sunday, so please come out Sunday at 1130 a.m. Uh, to the Glory to Glory Family Christian Center. You will hear a word from God. And I just want to wrap it up here. And thank you guys for listening to the first episode. And I hope that you guys continue to listen. Uh, to the Not Your Average podcast. Thank you.